I'm gonna give out. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna. I bought apples. And no, 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 I no, bought no, about no. 500 apples, and <laughs> I bought them. Uh, I bought them last month. Mm-hmm. I put them in a barrel in the garage, and they just been getting sweet, and just they're brown, and they are fucking gnarly. Um, a little saucy. The skin's coming off. I'm gonna give those out. Can for, I ask you? I'm can I? Give wait, 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 wait. Let me just Halloween. before you do, because we have a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Can I come over and just drop my sack in there? Yeah. Because that sounds to me like the right place to sort of dip your waddle. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just drop your ball sack in there mm-hmm. and let it just like, because you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but you got to moisten your sack don't when you get older. Otherwise, it'll, 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 what'll happen is one day you'll reach down and grab it and it'll just break off in your hand for like anybody, an old leaf. For anybody like an old leaf. who's <laughs> like new. Old, for like anybody who's like, I'm going to check out this podcast. Like, <laughs> for, like, for a gentleman yeah, who's like, like an old you know leaf. What? Like, have you ever picked up a bunch of old leaves and then just crushed them in your hand? That's what will happen to your sack as an older man, unless you moisten it. And to me, the idea of dropping your waddle in a nice fermented <laughs> bucket of this is um, of of Dave Apple. This was my time. Is it? What your time for what? You stole my time. No, 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 no. First, the first out of the gate. It's, my, it's mine. You stole it. I didn't steal it. I gave it. I, I gave it a great. I gave it a great amount of space to to fucking unfurl. And Greg, then... uh, Greg Barron stealing shit. This is walking the room. Oh, you cunt! So last night, uh, the the good neighbors who have the daughter the same age as Finn. Oh, by the way, this is Walking the Room. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Greg Barrett. Uh, we are Americans. Welcome to Walking the Room. I'm Greg Barrett, and this is Dave Anthony. We are America's premier pod cuddle. Premier pod cuddle. $10,000 in party cash can be yours if you give us a call in the next 10 minutes. And tell us your favorite Goo Goo Dolls song and the name of your first pet. That's your porn name. Um, are you eating? <laughs> yeah, I'm having a mini. We don't fucking, eat. Yep, these are tiny. They're mini. You won't even hear it. Mini. You're chewing. Gummy. You're chewing gummies. Of course, they're gonna hear it. It's gonna be they like can't that hear weird, it. sloppy. No, I don't. No, I was. I don't eat like a fucking horse. Uh, disagree. So, the good neighbors are moving, right? The ones with the kid across the street that are our friends. They're actually moving a couple blocks away from. Not you. the guy with the gun. Not the guy with the gun. Very friendly gentleman. My pistol deck. No. Um, so they're moving, and uh, and so we ha- We used to have stoop parties where we'd hang out on like a Saturday night, and you know, whatever. So we have our final stoop party last night. Uh huh. So we're kicking it. Did you call it end of stoop? End of stoop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the hobo tangs have moved. To the street. Four blocks away now. Okay. They found a place four blocks away. Oh, wow. In the van? Are they still in the... Are they still no, in they the... found a place. Oh, they found a place. They found an apartment. Two, two bedroom. They went up. Two. Holy shit. Yeah. They're, they're not fucking around anymore. They're getting an extra bedroom because they're... fuck. It's a four-person family. Yep. But, of course, her, well, mo- the fries her, mom are- is, her mom's parents are coming, so it's going to be a six-person family. My daughters yeah, went bedroom. to a fry-only store yesterday. I don't know what you're talking about. A French fry store. Where? In the mall, right out here. Uh, Westfield? Uh, yeah. There's a French fry only French store. French fry only store. All right. And they brought fries home. Not that good. Okay. No, I'm sure they weren't. Because if all you're focusing on French fries, you're going to overdo it. <laughs> French fries is like a thing you don't think about that much. You just... Fuck, I love that you have a theory that is couldn't probably be more right. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. You're, no, I'm talking about... I'm talking about, in theory... A French fry is something that you don't concentrate on. No. And that's why they're good sometimes because you leave them in a little bit too long, you right. put a little bit too much salt, but when you are fucking on that thing, it, pan- it panics. Yep. A potato Yep. The potato is like, what worthless- the fuck are we doing? The- You're putting me under too much pressure. The potato is a worthless endeavor. Oh, it's ridiculous. And it, it lives in fear. It lives yep. to be mashed. It's, it's got it's no Irish. self-esteem. It's an Irish. Right. So it's going to fuck up when it's all the pressure's on. It's an underground Irish fruit. So it's but not good. It- no. But it's like the IRA. 
It's always good when it's not expected. <laughs> right? No, you make a good point. The it's potato, just, yeah, the potato so right is about the that. IRA of vegetables. Let's be honest. <laughs> I gotta tell you something, though. Right? Because they'll blow some shit up in your mouth when you're not expecting it because you went for the burger. The thing that you just fucked, Dave, that might be the smartest thing you've ever said. You're absolutely right. When you put that kind of pressure on a french fry yeah, or a Caesar salad... Yep. Or anything to fucking side headline. action. You it's can't. all side action. It's just the first thing. Don't is, put that much pressure on rice. A fucking French there, fry. Are they gonna start opening rice stores now? Look, hey, the, come on and get look, rice. We know this. We've always known this. The potato can't headline. Nope. The potato cannot headline. Not a headliner. Same thing goes for broccoli. But hey, did, has anyone ever said just let's get out of thing a bag of chips? No. Let's no. have a sandwich. Right. Do you want some chips? Are you with going that? down to the chip store? No, no, I'm not. Not unless they also have fish, bitch. I don't know. It'd be like it would be like if someone said I'm opening up a Funyun chain. It's just not a good idea. I even think Funyuns... What about onion ring chain? Why not? Why not have an onion ring chain? I think that's that got a better shot than the fry. At least the, the onion. The onion at least stands on one side of the street. You either love it I, or you hate it. I agree with that. The potato is just so fucking I think, malleable. I don't think anybody hates potatoes, but I also think no, no one is like, yay, potatoes. It is. Yeah. Nobody hates potatoes. Nobody respects potatoes. No, people don't respect. Tomatoes. You don't respect potatoes. But tomatoes. Okay. People respect an onion. I'm sorry, they do. Yep. Onion brings game. And look, and I don't love that game. I actually don't like onions, but I respect their game. It's like Springsteen. Yeah. By the way, I taught Finn how to say, Daddy has mad game. So we're off and running. Oh, to where? It doesn't matter. To bro town? It's all good. No, it's all bad. That's Did you true. get him a fucking Swarovski Where's fucking that? crusted The Ed Hardy store shut down around the corner. Yeah, I know. The Melrose Ed Hardy he store got whole, shut did, down. No, he got rid of the whole deal. Do you know that? What? The artist? Christian Abuje, yeah. the guy who created it. Fucking dumped the whole thing like two years no, ago. No, Chris Arjay is, is the T-shirt guy, not the actual artist. Because there's an artist in San Francisco no, who but, sold the rights, right. and then that guy. But Arjay sold the whole fucking thing. He got out. He got out of Ed Hardy. He knew Smart, that his wave was, was cresting. End. So did he actually sell it off to somebody? Yeah, he sold the whole thing off. Some asshole bought that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What yeah, were but they no, thinking? because that because that thing will live in the, at a Walmart level forever, and it'll come back. Will it? Yeah. And it'll come back. I think it's like Pacific Sun or something like that. I think it's going to... Pacific Sun, is right now, if Pacific Sun put disagree. out a bunch of shit, it would pop like a motherfucker. Disagree. You're wrong. Why, what do you know about that? The surf culture thing is fucking huge. You're a rapist. So, um, so we're there. I unexpectedly put my dick into goodness. You're right. Hobotang dad comes over. Mm -hmm. So he walks the four blocks. Well, first we're, no, he doesn't, because first we're sitting there and, and the guy, the, the good dad goes, there's a big party right behind our place and they've got a bouncy house and they have a dance floor and there's just kids and parents and everyone's having a great time. My daughter saw it and she was like, oh my God. And he's like, well, we don't know those people, so we can't go in. Hobotang, <laughs> you know exactly where this is going. Hobotang dad comes over with his kid and he goes, yeah, we were just at the party. And we go, oh, you guys know those guys? And he goes, well, I mean, I mean, you know, we know, yeah. I mean, well, I was like, well, how did you, so you got invited? He goes, no. So <laughs> My God. He says, so then he goes, we just, so his three-year-old saw it, Hobo Tang, baby number one, who's like three and a half, four now. Mm -hmm. He just saw it and he ran in and he goes, so. So he ran in, so I just had to, you know, follow him in because, you know, I couldn't stop him from going to the party. And then I just, we just went to the party. Oh, my God, dude. So he hobo tanks a party. So now. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I'm going to Oscars this year. Oh, yeah, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. How, what, you got a bite? Well, no. No, I and I wasn't, no, I just want to, I just want to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to mm -hmm. get Mighty. Mm-hmm. All dressed up, mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna make her run down the red run. carpet, and I'm just gonna follow her. Go, hey, hey, guys! I'm just going to get my daughter. I'm gonna have a tux on, and we're just gonna run into the fucking Oscars. <laughs> Who's gonna stop Mighty? Who's gonna stop Mighty? All dressed up. So, right. So now, Hobo Tang Dad is standing there, and I don't know how we started talking about. So he just Hobo Tang the party. Yeah. He just hoped to take the party, and now he's out of the party, and he's sitting there with his youngest, who is 17 months old, and he starts talking about how his wife wants to have another one, and he was like, no, absolutely not. Two is enough. Like, it's a lot of kids. We're, we're good. And then someone asked him, well, did you grow up 
within a big family? And he goes, yeah, we had 10. Okay, this gets crazy. So I found out where Hobo Tang is from. Oh, come on. So he grew up in Ohio. And he he didn't say... We got listeners in Ohio. Yeah, so they know. They get it. So he didn't say why he ended up being adopted at 10. His parents might have died or or maybe jailed or something, but something went down where him and his twin sister and older brother got put into this house and adopted by a Christian family. Oh, so foster. So they're foster kids. They're foster kids. No, but they were literally, they were actually actually adopted. adopted. Got it. So like a hardcore Christian Mm -hmm. family. And, and so they just jump in this environment and there's, there's, uh, seven other kids. So it's a giant, it's a giant Michelle Bachman situation, right? Right. Jack White. What? Jack White grew up with seven brothers and sisters. Oh, did he? Yeah, big, big house. Okay, so, but were they all out of the same vagina or were they? I think they all came from the same vagina. Yeah. I think that's that's different. I think that's different. Then putting them mixed together. He said they had one from like South Africa and they had one from India for a couple weeks that they gave back. You just said putting them mixed together. So they put a mix together. They put a mix so together. So what they did was it like, have you checked out my baby mix? <laughs> have you checked out my kid mix? Here's what I did. I got some Ethiopia. <laughs> I mix it with some broken home twins yeah, yeah, and an yeah, older yeah. brother. Yeah. Putting this shit together. Yeah. I got a kid mix up in me. It's all I, maybe good. I made a couple of these. Maybe. I don't know. I got to tell you this, though. What? They all travel with Christ. Fuck yeah, they do. How about that? God damn it. How about it? Spirit of the Lord. So they were grabbing kids from other countries, and so it was a whole kind yeah. of a mishmash yeah. of kids. All around the same age, though, which is great because you want a bunch of 10, you want 10, 10 to 13 year olds. What you want is a classroom full of kids. Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> you want So it gets a little dark because first he says his, his twin sister, we were like, are you close to these people? He goes, no. I don't talk to any of them. Things got a little weird. I don't talk to any, except I talk to my brother and my sister, but I don't. We're not even that close. Like, the shit got really bad. And I was like, what? I go, what does that mean? He goes, well, the guy molested my sister. And I was like, okay. Well, that's awful. And then he goes, but she set the house on fire. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is his sister Left Eye Lopez? (laughs) Wait a minute. Hang on. A new flavor. Really? Okay, so... So she set the house on fire. So she was 12. Jesus Christ. And this guy was fucking with her. And no, she said no one would believe her. So she, so her answer was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to burn this shit down. This sounds like a fucking Tobey Maguire movie. <laughs> so, Holy fuck. So he said half the house was burned. And then the guy... So then they, like, the cops didn't really... Like, they, there was no evidence or whatever. So they put her back in the house... But taped, did like an undercover thing where they put a video camera in and saw him come in and start to molest her and then came in and arrested him. Oh my God, dude. So dude gets yanked out, right? So now you're thinking, okay, so so dude is out of the house and- Hobo Tang we're talking about no, is out of the house. No, the, the, the Christian dad. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Christian dad's out of the house. Christian dad's out of the house, but they, but they don't, they don't- remove him they just put him on probation and put him back in with all the kids and take the girl out so the girl but then it works out better for the girl because the girl this doctor that was in the hospital that she went to felt so bad for her that he just adopted her and raised her and like she her life went Got better. exponentially better but so, molesto gets to go back but molesto's the, back in the house with, with all the kids, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is totally just yeah. reasonable I mean that's yeah. what you do oh you molested a kid we got it on camera what's get back in them, there what's fortunate for them is that he would say he would come to say later on well Ethiopians weren't my brand so I didn't <laughs> I didn't molest anybody else because that's not my brand so what happens to Hobotang does okay he, does he stay there yes so he's so still, she's with the doctor, twin sisters with the doctor. Yeah. And, okay. I just want to make so, sure for our listeners that we're keeping this all yeah. so clean. Twin sisters with the doctor. Hobo Tang is still in the house with his mm-hmm. older brother and the, and and the, and the, the clown. Christian couple are still raising them. And, and so I'm like, well, that's a weird dynamic. And he goes, yeah. And then my brother got kicked out of the house at 16. And I was like, what happened? And he goes, well, they found out he had sex with a girl at school. 
and there, since they're such hardcore Christians, they, they said he was a sinner and he had to get out of the house. So he joined a carnival. Oh my God. <laughs> As you should. Now, by the way, <clears throat> to the listener, and I know we have a lot of disaffected youth, the carnival is an option, guys. It doesn't all have to be about the military. The carnival is looking for bright young men and women <laughs> to operate rides, Molest, to make to make caramel corn, to look rapey, um, to lose teeth, to help set up porta potties, uh, to, to climb in the porta potties, to jerk off in the ski ball. Look, no. <laughs> <laughs> to get drunk and not run the rides the Carnival correctly. is an option and a viable one. Yep. Go to Carnival.com. Especially if you like meth. Uh, especially if, you, if you've also got your Pell card. Yep. Uh, that's your pussy-eating card. You'll find out about that later. The point is, uh, the Carnival's an option. Mm-hmm. I think he said his brother's still a carny to this day. And Good he used the word carny. I love the word carny. He called his brother a carny. Okay, so this is where... We get to the point where we learn how he learned how to hobo tang. Okay, so it's one thing he's got. He said he's he's in this big family where everyone just. By shared. the way, we're gonna now call this segment "Empathy for the Hobo Tang." Yeah, because I feel is... like I feel like we're building a case for him now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, you have to look. Hobo can, tanks uh, don't just become hobo tanks. You, there's a dark reason people become stuff like you don't just become that dude. Right, but you don't get the backstory when somebody takes your motorcycle. Like, <laughs> no, you don't. You know, the, when when the dude walks up to your house and and unscrews the hose. And runs it over to his house and pretends like it's his. You don't understand why that's happening. But now we're getting into that. Like we're now in the deep psychological. Right, right, right. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. The background. So then he says, uh, so I stayed there until I was uh, 18 and I went to college. And, uh, and, and then in the summer I came back. Right to the to the to the crazy house to the crazy house right, and he said that they he, at this point he was only talking about the woman like the guy was suddenly gone so mm-hmm. he said she said, the mom I, yes the matriarch she, the matrix she she said I had to pay rent if I was going to live there and so he's like I have no place so I so I quickly realized I had no place to go and then this is what he said he goes so he goes so I learned how to get myself invited to other people's places. He goes, so I never, so when I wasn't in school, I never actually had to find a place to live because people would be like, hey, I'm going home for Christmas. And he'd be like, oh, I don't have anywhere to go. And then he said he got, he said every Christmas and Thanksgiving, he got himself invited. So every time there was a school break, he got himself invited to someone's house. Jesus, dude, it's like like fucking six degrees of separation. (laughs) Did he, so did he, he end up fucking dudes in these people's homes? Did he? Did he, he no, that's less than zero. It wasn't like <laughs> he didn't turn into that situation. But that's like so he learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He learned how to glom on. Well, he learned how to grift himself into in yeah. situations because he didn't have any place to go. Yeah, and in his mind, he was like, so it was great. So I was like with a new family every time, and blah blah. blah. And I was just like, you were the guy that people were like fuck. He fucking invited himself. I don't know what to do. I know, dude. He did that to me last year, and it was totally fucking weird. But, you know, you can't get rid of him. Right, because people are feeling charitable around the holidays. Yeah, he's taking he's advantage like, of people's And then he like, says, you know, like, oh, I can't go back to the house where I molested my sister and turn my brother into a carny. Like, <laughs> right. so everyone's like, oh, God, come yeah, back, yeah, come yeah, with come, us. Come so, with me. How about that? How weird, dude. Fucking amazing. So that's right? just how he that, that's how you build that's how you build a hobo tank. That is how you build a hobo tank. But you also when you listen to that story and you understand like the the um the kind of lives that people actually live that mm-hmm. you forget, like they sound like someone made that up to make a really cool, like a this boy's life type of novel, which is actually yeah. a, a, an autobiography. But it is that kind of thing where you go, you know, people have those lives still to this day. There are people yeah. that live those kind of lives where they fucking have to, to pull themselves, literally pull themselves out of shitty situations and learn how to live differently than mm. we have been taught to learn, you know, but you don't know that when they fucking take your orange. <laughs> When they're climbing your orange tree, you go, "What the fuck is wrong?" Like you with don't that guy? know that. Oh, I bet that guy's twin sister was molested. Or like his brother's a carny. I mean, like, I you don't look at a guy in an orange tree in your backyard and go, "That guy's a carny." Yeah. Or his brother is. Yeah. Doesn't make it right necessarily. No. That's still the thing. Like, give me my fucking hose back because they're also. It's not like he didn't realize the. He didn't learn the rules of society. Right. But 
He chooses to ignore the rules. Because he's always on the run on some level. I mean, the fact that they had that fucking camper out front, like, well, at least there's a camper. Yeah. I love that fucking camper, dude. That pink arrow on it. Well, they got home now. Empathy for the hobo tang, bro. Empathy for the hobo tang. We'll be right back. February 2nd, we will be at the Bell House in New York City doing our jams, our sweet winter jams. Uh, it's going to be a pajama show. We're all going to wear pajamas. And, Are we? Uh, I'll fucking do it. I'll and, pajama uh, the fuck out of it. Uh, you know, you know, I don't sleep in pajamas, though, so I'm just going to be out there in my undies. No, 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 dude. Yeah. No, just bring and, it uh, Just bring it summer heat. I like to oil I up. See, I, I like to oil up, put on a pair of underwear, <laughs> and then just go to bed. I like a nice, thick layer of oil. What kind of oil? Do you use, like, an olive oil? Yep. I put on, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Put on an olive oil. If I'm out of that, I'll, I'll take a Crisco. Dude, I'll salt and pepper you and put you in the oven, because that just, sounds like some fucking delicious meat. I'll just put that shit on, and, uh, it, and then I just go to tasty. fucking sleep. You know what I mean? What not, Elsa? Some fucking chicken. I'd love um, to have a big old piece of chicken. And if there's fried chicken around, I would just squeeze <clears> it over <throat> my chest, and that'll be my oil for the night. A bunch of people have asked about the uh, the Indiegogo campaign, so I always want to talk about that for a minute because it's going to go into lead into a bigger story. But we um, we shot an appeal, and it was just about making a record, and it was it wasn't what we wanted to put out. Um, the 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 point is this: we're gonna do. A campaign. We want to raise I money don't know to make what a. That means. Indiegogo, same thing as Kickstarter. Right, but you said you put one out. We shot out. We shot an appeal. We shot a like a. This is our video. video. But it was only about making a record. It was like we want to make a record. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, it's not about making a record. It's about a bigger thing than making a record. What we want to do is make a record, do a tour, and make a documentary. What, how big of a tour do you want to do? I would love to just go out for a month. Uh-huh. We'd go out for a month and travel around as much of the country like as we can see in a month. For an entire month. Yeah, go out for thirty days and see as much of the country as we could possibly get to, and then come and back then to come uh, back. sign the divorce papers. Come back and just finalize it. <laughs> I mean, I think I think she'll be out before then. I think she leaves the day we start the Indiegogo campaign. Um, we're gonna talk about that in a minute. So, uh, the the uh, but the idea is that we want to do something bigger than that. So it, it, we we want to we want to go on tour and we want to make a documentary about the whole thing and. Uh, so we're going to reshoot the campaign. We're going to put it up in the uh, uh, in the end of November. Uh, we'll be up for forty five days, and uh, at a minimum, we'd like to raise ten thousand dollars to make a record. You know, at a maximum, who knows? Whatever, whatever we get above that, yeah, all the money like will go. A... The point is that the band is six people when it when it is uh, got brass, and so we have to pay those people. That's the thing. There's just no way to go on tour anymore without money. None of the money will go into my pocket. None of the money will go into Mike's. Also, yeah. just do it for free and just. Be not, part of the experience. The, no, no, nobody wants to have the Greg Brand experience for free. Why don't you they, know this? Why don't they? <laughs> they fucking also horse. make a sacrifice for the art. I dude, I don't know because the fucking horn players are are they don't give a shit. They don't fucking care. I don't. I don't love them. <laughs> I be honest, I don't love them. I love the trombone player that we we had uh, play on the record, but she's insane and is a barista. Uh, at uh, at Pete's and plays right. uh, with Pitchmon. I mean, but here's the other thing. I'm also going to do, but I'm not giving up on anything. And that, that that's the point I want to talk about. This I wish, I, talk about I, right wish now. You would. I know you. I know you do. But uh, but I can't because otherwise you'll never but work. There's some things you should give up on. I uh, no. I wrote about this and. Uh, do you want me to leave? I, I no no no. No, we can talk about this. I, uh, as everybody knows, I've quit stand up. I think three times since we started this podcast. <laughs> and it's a fun experience. Uh, to be to be. Try to try to talk you out of not quitting. I know, but here's the thing. So one day, we're here in the pot. We're here in the closet, and I'm on a fucking. I'm like, oh, yeah. just just on a high, like just ripping, just like yelling and shouting and screaming. And Dave says to me, "Yeah, well, this is now you're at this part of your cycle. You're you're at this part of your cycle. Whatever, blah blah blah. This is true. This is maybe six episodes. This is maybe seven, eight episodes ago. I did. Yeah, and it fucking hit me like a brick. <laughs> because for the first time, I realized like I was going through these cycles that I had in my head about like how like I would have these I would have these periods of feeling way too incredibly good." And then I would wake up and I would immediately want to call my manager and fire him. Mm-hmm. And I would be furious now, at my wife do- for not supporting me. Are like, you I doing just, ecstasy? 
I'm doing or is nothing. This natural. This is natural. This <laughs> oh. is where my natural. And th- these things had started in 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 like little periods where like it would happen for a couple hours. Like six years ago, it'd be like I'd, I'd feel like that for a couple hours, to the point where I would feel like this for days. Where I'd either just be fucking like screaming and salivating, mm-hmm. or I'd be so dark that I got to the point where I was like, maybe the world's better off without me. Uh, high five. Huh? I mean, I don't think that that's wrong. Oh, However, oh oh, oh I'm sorry. However. Um, so that one time you said that to me in the, in the, during the podcast, it fucking hit me like a brick. And so I said to my, I said to Amira, you know, Hey, I'm, I, Dave said this thing and she goes, yeah, well, he's right. You know, you're fucking either here or you're here, but it's all the time and it's difficult. So long story short is I fucking went and got some help. I went and uh, uh, there were a couple of events that really fucked me up. Uh, one of them was having nobody show up in Montreal at a show and I, needed help and I went and got went to a therapist and so for six weeks I was seeing a therapist and everything was going great you know I was giving given a lot of perspective and feeling really good because you know as a person who actually gave advice to people I kept thinking well I'm fine I mean I must be fine I can help people so I must be fine and I'm not fine at all so the therapist is all good everything's great and then I wake up on a Monday and I fucking am just black dark just fucking dark fortunately I go to the therapist on Tuesday I go to see her and she's like meds Gotta try some meds. Just like I said, why am I a therapist when I am I, clearly because you can't pre- as good <laughs> as all of these fucking people. So uh, we talk about this shit on the show because I think it's I think it I think it bears repeating. I'm not I'm not I we don't prescribe anything for anybody. I'm just saying that there are that this is what has happened to me. So I got on this uh, anti anxiety drug uh, called Lexapro, and I'm on uh, I'm on a very small amount of it, and it fucking changes everything it's Mm -hmm. fucking all of a sudden i literally felt like i stopped falling and all my problems hit the ground and all of a sudden i realized fuck they're not that big they're real Mm -hmm. you know my money situation is real my career situation is real but it's not untenable and it's not they're not irreversible then you don't have to deal with it in that moment right I can just get to it. Which when was I always get to the it. thing. Like you were trying to change everything in the in, in that the moment. moment through a phone call or an email yeah, or yeah. going online or getting a hold Screaming of somebody at your or trying manager to manager or whatever. Right, and everybody, oh my, everyone else is just like, just give me a script or write you something. Know, you or make would, something. you would go to do comedy, and whatever happened at that weekend would define your entire career completely and it was like what the 100%. fuck last weekend you were saying how great it was and this weekend you're quitting and it's the worst thing ever i'd be like what in the fuck is happening and i couldn't the problem was and i this is this is what is actually true i got to a point in my head where i was like i don't know what's real anymore i don't know what's real anymore i don't know what's real and what's not i don't know i don't know how to react to things anymore because my reaction to everything is so over the top and i'm wearing my wife down she's ready to leave Mm-hmm. Because she gets all of the like, I need more support from you, and she's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> if Truly. someone yells that at me, I just and make the, I just make them walk. The only per- the only person the only kid the only people that I could be normal around were like people that I didn't know well, like fans or like people that I you know people I have really mm-hmm. you know not as intense relationships with, and my kids. I could keep it off my kids. I could mm-hmm. somehow manage to keep it off my kids, but my wife got it, and also I just couldn't think anymore, and I literally was like, I was like. I just don't know what's real. I don't... Should I not go to do stand-up because no one showed up this weekend? But then I go to Chicago and we sell plenty of tickets. And then I go... And here's how I know everything's fine. Last weekend in Salt Lake City, we had to cancel the first show Mm because six people showed up. Hasn't happened to me since Montreal, but it has happened to me twice this year. Mm -hmm. My reaction in Salt Lake City? Oh, it just happened to the second show. Second show, totally packed. Mm -hmm. Other two shows, totally packed. Great shows. Great weekend. Mm -hmm. But... No, I didn't have a, it didn't define me. Right. My problems were like defining me. Right. And then I was either like, I'm in the band and then I'm not in the band. And like, there was just too much like thing. I still want to do all the things I want to do. I've never met a guy who screamed, I'm making pants. Well, here's the thing. I met you. The only thing that would fire serotonin off in my head was the thinking about the band or making clothes, which are two things that like make, they're like, they're just areas where I get happy. So that was the only thing I could use to fucking level myself because it's almost like fantasy world. Where I mean I do those things for real, but they're like a they're not a thing that actually my family depends on me doing. Right. Whereas stand up became a thing where my family depended on me doing it. If I didn't do it, what the fuck were we gonna do? And yeah. writing and those things became I got terrified of them. Um, but it's weird because I, it's weird even as an alcoholic to say, oh, I took a pill and I feel better. But I took a pill and I feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to take more pills. I don't like 
You know what I mean? No, I don't want to take drugs. Getting into it, man. I, guess I take more pills. I some Vicodin. No, fuck, dude, let's it's do this. Let's do that shit. World, bro. Let's do that shit. But I felt like I feel like if you're a fan of mine, you get all this. Like if you follow, if you've me, been listening to the podcast, you get it because yeah. I think the podcast is a is just a trail of madness on yeah. Some which, which I think also makes it kind of appealing. Because people go, oh, well, at least I'm not that fucked up. Or, at least I'm not that. At least I'm not. At least I'm not that stupid. You know. But I would always wonder why people didn't react to things bigger, like, like that people's reactions to things were always more subdued than mine would be. What do you mean? Like, if someone would go out and go, oh, that didn't work. That show didn't work. Then they wouldn't flip out and say their career's over. Right. Why did one day is upset about what what seemed to me to be like like impending doom? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Why weren't they terrified of reading Huffington Post and seeing somebody else's career on fire? Like why weren't they? There were all these areas where I felt like I had all this fear. I'm not kidding you. Oh, and fuck. I would be like, how come nobody? So you out? were looking at other people and being like, why isn't that person flipping out that that didn't work out well? Right. Right. Because right. 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 And looking show at some business, like, like, we all know that anything can change at any moment, and we're just on well, this that's crazy ride. This is going to sound really crazy, but like, I just went and saw Argo the other night, and I was just thinking about Ben. It doesn't even matter whether you like the movie or not. The point is, here's a guy who, on a public level, you know, people were just like, they thought he was a douchebag. They thought he was and he dumb, crashed he and burned. Thing, but he just. He totally crashed and burned. Right. But he kept on. Well, then he ch- changed. He just kept going. He did things a little bit different. Yeah. And he figured out a new way to do I it. I just said, but he also And just, now he's doing what Matt Damon told him to do, and that's just take good roles and make good movies. Right. But he also has the, he also ha- he also didn't get stuck No, he didn't, he didn't, he, he didn't, didn't, didn't get stuck there. Most but, people would have been done. But here's the thing. So four or five days into taking the medicine. I'm talking about Taylor Lautner. We're, ta- we're all talking about Taylor Lautner. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck. We, uh... <laughs> Four or five days into it, Amira says to me, look, I think it might be a cool idea to release the book that we didn't release in, yes. uh, in the United States. Sure. You know, Don't. Here. Do not. Do not release it in Guam. So Go ahead. But my reaction before would be like, I don't want to get back into that. I don't want to get back into the... I can't... And all I yeah. said was... But uh, truly. And my reaction yeah, to this was like, yeah, that's a cool idea. We should get Chris Bilheimer to make us a new cover and then we'll just put it out on an ebook. Like, the fact that... The fact that now my thinking... Is coming from a place where, oh fuck, wish I'd had that six years ago. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where you're like you're like fuck. I'm not. I would have just nothing would have been such a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My career is what it is, and there definitely there were some side effects from having a popular book, but it's gone now. It's yeah. over. It's down the path, and right. you know we've done enough. There's been enough podcast. There's been enough band. There's been enough other stand up. You know, and I was going to never do stand up again, and now I'm talking about doing. You know, trying to get another special together. Like yeah. But it's it's interesting. So I don't know. All I'm just saying is like You don't, want people to take drugs. Just take it doesn't matter what it is. Like <laughs> even if it's just a small amount of Drano that you cook up in a spoon, you know, take something. The point is you're not okay unless you put something in your mouth. It doesn't matter if it's cake or a pill. Just take as much drugs oh, as possible. God, I'm waiting for Scientology to kick in the door and shoot us. But I have to say, like, so, uh, my, my, my first experience with it was the live podcast, which was kind of crazy because you and I hadn't worked together yet. And then my first experience with it with it was... You being, were much easier to fucking deal with. You were much... Oh, it was e- a fun night. Well, you were listening great, and you were focused. Great... You, you, like, you know, you listen to the podcast half the time. You don't even hear what I'm saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're listening a lot better. But here's the cool thing. It's like, I had that fear of like, oh, maybe what if this makes me dead inside and I'm not able to respond? Patton talks about it. Patton talks about it on one of his specials that he went on Lexapro and it's much better. Yeah. It doesn't change your ability to do comedy. It just calms shit down so you can... It actually might make you a better comedian because it calms shit down and you can see shit better. Right. You can think quicker on stage You can because you can see the field. But the thing that's different is it's weird to not be jacked up before I go on stage. So normally... My motor's running already, really? and I have that weird thing. I, like, I have always almost wanted to go to sleep before I go on stage. Well, maybe it's... I, I, I don't know. Off, when, I, when I am off, when I'm about to go on stage, I always feel like, oh, I could take a nap right now. I, that's the level that I go to, and it's always been that way for me. Right. I'm, I've usually been like I pace and I pace and I pace, and I have to have that weird feeling, and if I don't have that weird feeling, I'm not going to do well. And, the, and I've done... The, odd, the other odd thing is... Because I was trying to make this change before I took the drugs, I took as many shows as I could possibly take. So I'm doing everybody's open mic and anything. Mm-hmm. And if you are listening and you have a show and you want me to do it, I'll fucking do it. Just get a hold of me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But 
I was doing a lot of shows and I was literally like, as I'm walking up going, God, I hope this goes okay because I don't feel like I normally do. And then boom, get in the mic and just talk. Mm-hmm. And it's been good. You know, I'm not saying like it's genius or anything, but it's it's cool to not feel like you have to, if you don't have some weird feeling, bef- like it's cool to be present and not feel like you have to jack yourself up to do something. And then if you can't, you won't be able to. Does that right. make sense? There's mm-hmm. no There's no precedent for how I have to be before I go on. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. It's still gonna be mediocre, but the point yeah, it's is, not gonna it's be great. Solid I mean, mediocre. you're not. You not. Say, I don't have said, good ideas. It's not gonna be genius. No, you're it's not gonna. Never it gonna be make, genius. It's not a smart pill. You're not gonna be. <laughs> you're still a fucking moron. Like it's not gonna change <laughs> your uh, level of thinking. Like you're a dumbass. I mean, the stuff I've been saying about my kids on stage. I Look, hope they never see it. Uh, I I was like clinically depressed for 33 years. Right. So I know what it's like. Yeah. Like, and then I came out of it, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I was living my life that way." Yeah, it's hard. That's fucking crazy. So, like, I get it. Like, it's you know, you were you, and then you go, "Fuck, why didn't I do that before?" Well, you just didn't. It's just not part but of it's, the deal. But it's also like you have to acknowledge, like, I was seriously depressed. But but depression, I think, just like alcoholism, certain people think it has to look a certain way to be alcoholism. Yeah. Alcoholism is insidious because basically the people that die are the ones that don't get that they're alcoholic because they can still manage their lives. You know, the guy who drives into a fucking tree and gets in a fist fight, he probably gets sober because it's so clear that he's fucked up. It's the person who can no, my, actually kind of go through their lives my and dad. be fucked up. Exactly. My dad is lifetime. now, my like, mom. what, 70 or something? And he has been drinking forever. And, like, it's a slow degradation. Like, his business is falling apart. And right. Like, it's all slowly coming to a head. Yeah. But he was able to function for fucking ever. Yes. Same with my mom. And even, like, I went to a family reunion and I told my uncle how I was raised. And he was like, what the fuck? He goes, I always suspected, but I cannot believe what I'm hearing. Like, like they are able to just hide what they're doing. Right. Right. And so that's the insidious part is like you do, you go, I don't seem depressed. I have my kids and I've got my wife and it all looks right. And I'm wearing a sweater and no, man, I'm fucking seriously, seriously depressed. Very, very depressed and very sad and very dark and very black for moments. And then I can pull myself out of it and then I can't. And then eventually I was just losing that battle and I was just like, I am sad too much of the time. And there's terrible places you can go if you don't get a handle on it because like we know a couple of comedians who's lives have just gone off the fucking rails because yep. of mental illness. Yep. And one has gotten a shit bed together, but there's one that never really came back. Uh, and and he, and every once in a while he'll pop up and I'll see him and he's just not the same dude and he's just really fucked up. Uh, yep. So you gotta get it, fuck, there's nothing wrong with, here's, here's what uh, a way I, I've heard it explained is that if you're scared about taking like antidepressants and if you don't want to do it, I was told it just treat it as a cast, like you're putting a cast on for a couple months. See if you like it. If you don't, you go off. My doctor was no big yeah, deal. Exactly. My doctor was like, "Look, we'll get you this thing, and then you know, we either get you on your up." But he goes, "You have diabetes. That's what this is like. You have diabetes, and it needs to be treated. Yeah. You have a you have an illness for for, for real, and it needs to be treated. And and uh, um, or we're gonna have to put you down. So you and can't... I thought that was weird. So he took me out to the backyard of his house because mm-hmm. he's not really a doctor, and, then he, put and his he had dick a gun. In your mouth. Well. Is that what it is? I thought yeah. it was a gun. It was fleshy. Yeah, that was yeah, that was his dick. Because I so didn't you, die when it shot off. So you can't eat cake anymore. No, I can. No, 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 no. I don't have diabetes. No, well, saying you can't. My, so you can't eat like mental, sugary. No, 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 no. I can have sugar. Well, then you'll die, or your toes will fall off. No, no, no. <laughs> well, they already. They wouldn't you fucking love that? I'm gonna take my toes oh out. My I'm just gonna climb you. It would be so great if you had no toes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, we're really—if you're losing toes, we're really getting somewhere. (laughs) I would like to, over the course of the time of this podcast, I would like to see you slowly lose, like first your toes, then one of your feet, and then up until just they're gone at the like thigh. Here's the thing, because your your fucking legs are bullshit. (laughs) I. Well, that's that's something that you should talk to your therapist about. What you're doing, and then it is upon ye. What you're doing now, you don't even feel it anymore, do you? Because what you're doing, it is upon thee. Yeah, it's that's the old you. Oh no! And it's not funny, and it's not interesting. No, it's it's the the bad. It's the the bad part. When I do it, and you can feel the love as it just cascades through the body of our fan base. They love it. No, they live for it. It's like someone pissing on you. So, uh, January 25th, I will be doing 
I'll be recording my album at Meltdown Comics here in Los Angeles at the Nerd Melt Theater. Uh, that's going to be a good show. On November 6th, I'm doing Meltdown, uh, their anniversary show uh, this week. Uh, I will be uh, at the Mint on the uh, the Randy Monarchs are going to be playing oof. at the end of uh, the would, uh, Greg Barris' show. My, my, go to my show. So go if you want to have a good time. Go to my uh, show. You'll come out to our show and mm, you'll enjoy it. Weird. We'll be rocking the uh, so fuck out of it. There'll be new sweaters. Well, um, I'll be at uh, Serpent Regeska. November second and third. I will be Turn at. Up. Can I do a, a plug or no? And then the twentieth will be at the other door. Keep doing it more on noises. November second and third, I'll be at the Stress Factory in New Jersey, and then the next weekend I will be in Calgary at the Laugh Shop, and then the next weekend I will be at Chicago. Or those two could be reversed, but I'll be in Chicago in the, in the Laugh Shop. You can look it up. I'm opening for Drew Carey. I will be this weekend at the. Uh, this weekend I'm in. That's tonight. No worries. This is going up tonight. Uh, this weekend I'll be in Atlanta at the Laughing Skull. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm about to start. Oh, but I, okay. Can I just go? If Dave blocked you, I can't talk to him for you. Wait, people are doing that? They always do. What are they? What are they? Tell Dave to unblock me. Look. Well, it's hilarious. You know, I've gotten emails from people. No, a guy hey, wrote dude, me. Dude, I, can you unblock me? And I'm like, you didn't even tell me your Twitter name. How am I going to know that? Well, the other thing was, this guy wrote me. He was very funny. And then he said, uh, I said, what did you say? And then he said, I said something like, it was something like, don't tell me how to vote, blah, 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 blah. And I said, it was just something where I went, well, you had to see that coming. He goes, <laughs> and he was really funny. He goes, he goes, I'm not real bright. <laughs> it was actually really funny. I've talked um, about it here on the podcast. Don't tell me if you say anything about how I should vote and that I'm an idiot, then go, then you're getting blocked. I, look, I think people know when they're going to... They, they just... They, you know... I can't, but, but I'm not going to talk to Dave for you. No. Like, I'm not... It's not your job. I'm not, I'm not interested in you. Just follow me. Twitter isn't a, a precious arena to, to me where I need everyone... To be happy and get along. I'm tweeting shit. If you like it, that's cool. If you come back with shit that bothers me in any way, I'm gonna block you. Yeah. I just don't care enough about it to have it. Well, be you only bigger. want the people that are interested in what you have to say, and you're not there to fight with people or to have them. They're not gonna talk you out of your thing. No, they're never gonna talk you out of your thing. Sometimes I'll be really mean to someone, and yeah. then I'll block them. Like yeah. if I'm if I'm. Let's put it this way. If I'm saying something really mean, it's because I expect I expect the person to immediately block me. I'm basically ending our relationship when I say something really mean mm -hmm. online. So if someone says something like that to me, I block you. Or if you if you come in and do the fucking if you're not voting for Obama, then you're throwing the election to run. Fuck off. I live in California, you cunts. I could vote for a squirrel and Obama would win here. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Shut up. Well, also, I just, like, I, I don't... I, people... The problem with this is that it is about age, and people never come to this. It's... It, it, you you can very, very rarely change someone's opinion. Yes. And when they change their mind about something, it's because of something that they feel inside. So it's just a fool's game. You're never going to be able to convince people to vote for somebody else... It doesn't matter how many Facebook things you put up, how many different, you know, like it's and it's just frustrating for you to have to fucking yell at somebody. Trust me, just back the fuck up, live by example, post <laughs> shit that you feel good about and show well, people the show people what you're about. It's very funny. I tried to talk to a guy because a guy said, if you're not voting for Obama, you're basically voting for Romney. And I said, I said, look, if if Obama came out and said, like, Whatever he called some woman, he said that woman's just a, a dirty spick. Would you vote for him? And he was like, "Well, no." And I go, "So that's cool. So, so I'm not voting for Obama because he killed a 16 year old in Pakistan for the hell of it. So, so I'm sorry you think that shit can get worse, but I have like a line. I have a like a moral line that I won't pass, and that's my moral line. So we all have a moral line. Obama for everybody has a moral line. We all have a line." That if he did something, you wouldn't vote for him. 
whether right. it's whether it's fucking a monkey in the White House in front of everybody. That's that's that kind of hot. That's that gets two hot. votes for me. That's kind of hot. That's when I sneak back and vote twice. Or if he got drunk and fucking killed somebody or whatever it is. He, he reached his line for me. Right. It's okay for people to have a protest vote against the system. It's okay. Like, if there's a liberal that doesn't want to vote for Obama and Romney, he gets to vote for whoever the fuck he wants. And you don't get to tell him that he's throwing the o- election to Romney. That's horseshit. Let people vote the way they fucking want. Yeah. Uh, dude, I, you got me. I'm sold. I just, I just can't. Listen. I don't believe that. I, I like don't. How far right I, do things have to swing, and dude, do people look, have to keep voting look, for shit? I'm like, waiting for kings. Oh God, I would love a king. I'm I telling a king. you, a philosopher king government where we just raise a baby and we go, yeah. that's going to be our leader. <laughs> he was fucking born into it, and you make him really smart, and you make him want to take over other countries, and he gets to just fuck whoever he wants. Yes, that's that's, that's what we it. should be doing because what we're doing now. I'm sorry, it's not working. No. This is the worst. Uh, this is like what the Soviet I only Union have one, was to communism. We are to democracy. We I are a fucking have, train wreck. I only have one precedent for that whole thing. It has to be Jamie Kennedy's baby. All right. Now. So I'm sorry we got into a political rant. We don't do that. But seriously, back the fuck up, you cunts. What, uh, what's your deal for Halloween? I'm going to go as Halloween, a skull. Halloween is Wednesday. I'm going to go as a Day of the Dead. What do you mean, Day of the Dead? So white face paint, black what eyes. Is, what is Day of the But Day of the, like, is that like a Mexico? Oh, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, de, yeah. de la Muerte or whatever it is. De de Dias, Dias de, de los Muertes. Yeah, that Day was of the completely dead. wrong. Like anyone who anyone who speaks no, Spanish. No, no, I think just, you nailed it. Dios del Muerte. Yeah, I'm gonna go. That's what I'm gonna do. Day of the so, day. and did you do you already have that costume? No, I just gotta go get some face paint, get that done. And and they, what are you going to wear? And then uh, probably just a black suit, something like that. Uh, do you think you'll scare p- kids? Okay, so my kid's three and a half. He'll be walking around your neighborhood. Yeah. You think yes. you'll scare him? Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll terrify the fuck I up. heard there's a grim reaper that walks around around here. here. Yes. There is? Yeah. Yeah, there's so grim what? reapers. There's a, like, I've seen a what couple is, of grim reapers. What does he do? Like, is he just... Walking or just yeah. the grim? Yeah, he carries the he carries. And, the but he's thing. not with anybody. He's just... No, he's just taking lives. <laughs> He just opens his. He just opens his coat and su- he just opens his his uh, robe and sucks up life. Just suck. Just kills. That's terrible. No, it's the actual Grim Reaper. Oh, it's really. No, he him. lives a couple blocks. Oh, over. oh, he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention. You think him. he'd lay a little you low? You would think of all when we talk about our neighborhoods. I would mention that the Grim Reaper lives right over on Craft. But doesn't the Grim Reaper? Doesn't he? Like he knows when people are going to die, and then he shows up. But it sounds like for this thing, he's just out <laughs> yeah. grabbing people. Every once in a while, it's a numbers game for him, <laughs> and, he's and there's gotta, nothing better he's than gotta Halloween. Hit his, he's got to hit his quota. Well, also he can go out and be seen and not right. And everyone's not, like and nobody's. It's oh, that's just a guy, just a guy in a costume, costume. and then you hear a, Grim Reaper, you're so he's taking lives. A scream. Mostly, just takes a few. Look, I, look, he's a pretty funny guy. Uh, I've seen him at the Seven yeah. Eleven. He likes the pumpkin spice coffee. Oh they, yeah, he they yeah, do, sure and he I, does. I like it too. Yeah, but he'll just take a few housewives and maybe yeah. you know uh, a housekeeper every now and again, yeah. um, a Republican. So he's pretty cool. Oh, you know, he'll sad. take a. He'll, so, he'll, okay, so, so I bring. I'm probably gonna bring friendly neighborhood because the good, the good, the good neighbors are literally moving down the street from me. Yeah. So. Do you think I'm going to have to deal with him being terrified a lot of people that are scary and scary? No, because there's a lot, like there's a, there's a lot of not scary people here. I don't know. I mean, it all depends. It depends on what time you bring him here too. Cause it'll it gets be dark early and, 530. Yeah, I think. you'll be all right. You'll, you'll be okay. And I'm going to just let okay. him go alone. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, called, it's called fucking being a man. <laughs> and I said, I tell him, I what tell you him, do? he's it's, three and a half. So I say, I say, look, here's a pillowcase. When it's full, you come back. You can come back, but yeah. I don't want to see you before then. Right. You crack a beer. Yep. And you just sit on my stoop. Yep. You just sit right there. And and when people come to your house, do you the... just put a bowl out? No, 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 no. Who, we, who's uh, here? We, uh, somebody usually. One of us usually stays. One, one of you too. Yeah. Amir, I would assume. Does Amir dress up? Uh, no, yeah, Amir will dress up. What does yeah. she? Yeah, what yeah, is yeah. she can do well, this like, year? Well, like she's done Black Swan before. I'm not sure what she's doing this year. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not positive. But she always looks fucking amazing. What if she does a racist? She's going as a sexy catheter. I don't. What does she want as a racist? No, tell me, tell me what a sexy catheter looks like. <laughs> it's just a catheter, but it you does can it see have it's, like lace? It's a catheter, but you can see its tits. It's like it's got cleavage. No, but a catheter just goes into your side, and it's like a piss bag. Yeah. 
No, but so it she's wearing a sexy piss bag. <laughs> it doesn't. She's disappointed that I said all this. It doesn't have. Yeah, yeah it's sexy. It can't have tits because it's a yeah, bag yeah, hanging yeah, yeah, off yeah. the yeah, side. Yeah, there's just a little hole in the bag for the tits. Why to do come you out. keep? Why do you keep? <laughs> I push them together. You're showing you. You're I showing me showing your you. chest, yeah. but the, a catheter has nothing to do with the chest. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> you take your titties and you put them right yeah. out. By the way, Liberty catheters are the best ones to get. <laughs> That's what I, I know that from watching late night television. Me too. Fuck the worst, most. The first time I saw that, I was like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I'm watching an ad for catheters, and they're yeah. like, these ones are easy to clean. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going <laughs> yeah, yeah. on? Well, because I piss shapes. There's. <laughs> <laughs> are you getting shit in your piss? <laughs> Try Liberty catheters. Two months ago, I pissed a goldfish and realized I needed a new catheter. <laughs> <laughs> You got moss in your urine bag. Get yourself a liberty and clean her up. <laughs> if you got a silt problem, that's probably because your catheter's all fucked up. One time I pissed a racehorse. It was yellow. <laughs> Sometimes you have to piss like a horse. Sometimes you piss a horse. I accidentally pissed out a young into my catheter bag. A young. <laughs> A lung, I meant to say. Oh, there young? goes that bit. I don't know what that means. Fuck, this is why we're never going to get on Super Ego. <laughs> oh my God, I love the Super Ego. Um, yeah, so we, this is a crazy thing, and, and it didn't happen until I moved to LA, but you have to go to different neighborhoods to trick or treat. If you. Well, because not everybody has a neighborhood. I know it's weird to explain, well, but like. Well, we have, but we have, like, I would think our neighborhood, it's not houses, but it's, it's, it's. Every building has four apartments in it. Right, but that's a lot of like in 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 your it's a lot of young people who are going out. Like you have a lot of right. It, yours isn't all family. Right, like so this there's is not going to be somebody there. Right, because uh, no one in eight years we've lived there, not one person has come to trick or treat. But you always have to have candy. Right. In case someone does, or in case you, yeah, or in case you get really sad, or yeah, or else <laughs> in case you get really sad, <laughs> you just want to eat it all, and you want to eat it. But it, but it. This is like a this is like a a very familyish neighborhood with homes, prop you know. So is it do like is it like hard to park here? Is this one of those neighborhoods where the buses come in? No, but you definitely get a lot of. Pe- this one isn't like the like there are some neighborhoods where it's like Mardi Gras. Yeah, I've done a couple of those where you're like this is insane. Yeah, you, like there's a line in front of people's houses. Yeah, I don't this want is not that. like that. Yeah. this is you can pretty much just go door to door. Yeah, there's definitely people out. This one looks like it was actually shot for a movie. Right. So it's it's, it's like, like a, it's like in Scream. Yeah. It's like there's a guy that goes, no, 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 that's too many people. Back it up. Back it up. I need half the fucking extras for this. Get no pull yeah. the jack o' lantern out. It's 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 well appointed. The homes are nice. The people are good. The candy's solid. Um, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of houses around here, so there's a lot of places to go. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Um, yeah, it's a good. This is a good trick or this is a solid trick or treating neighborhood. Yeah, I think this is what we're doing. Because last year we yeah. went to a place that was south of us, and it was like 50% of the houses had people in them. Right. So that was a little low, because then you were just walking along. No, this is, fucking... people gear up for this. I mean, there's a, there's guy, and there's guys that have done whole elaborate setups in their yard with cauldrons. and. Now, is that, actual does mur- that get too scary? Is there actually people murdered? There's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, it's just... You, know, you, people, you can actually kill people on Halloween. There are people that audition to get murdered here. <laughs> That's what this you know town what? is like. Someone might do that. Yeah. That's how sad LA is. I'm holding auditions for our witch this year. The, um, uh, the, uh, no, it's not too scary. You will know the house is not to go in. Like, and it doesn't matter because there's a house right next to it. Like, it's not like, like you'll see something and go, you know what? Those people that are taking it good. too far. Like, does, yeah. So does Dirty Santa Claus, does he give treats out of his rv what he does is he's got a bowl full of smokes yeah <laughs> uh but but he's pretty cool they're all vintage smokes so oh, you can good. get some lucky strike or oh, that's cool some old some newports old unfiltered camels yeah 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 fucking some old virginia yeah the cle- the original virginia slims like he's got excellent. a whole fucking thing of old smokes and uh and then he lifts his shirt and his belly talks to I you i don't want to know any, you anymore yeah so because what what i'm picturing now that i have a kid that gets scared of shit yes uh, now I'm concerned that there's going to be kids out like I was, <laughs> who was just a fucking animal from like 11 to 15 with the makeup and just scaring the shit out of people constantly. It's, it's, there's too much traffic here for anyone to get away with that. 
Yeah, There's so too much, if a guy walked up and scared kids, yeah. and the, because this is this is like a place where parents come, like this is yeah. not like kids walking by themselves. Like, yeah, that's is, what it there's was. There's a lot of parents out, so you can't you don't get a lot of that. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot of egging. There hasn't been a lot of that stuff. Now you know, this is also a place where like like one night I opened up the door and there were three eighteen mm, year old girls in just fucking what are you wearing? Like oh my god, Did you like jerk just off on hot. Them? I think they they don't want candy. They just want you to come on their face. On them. This is my. It's so hard to do uh, it when you're running. (laughs) I disagree. It just takes some training. God damn it! This girl, dude, showed up in the like the little Bo Peep thing. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Girls go so slutty on Halloween. It's It's insane. insane. They go. They dress so. It's so funny. So we were driving home last night. Saturday night's the big party night. And there's a dude walking with two girls. And they both have the crazy short skirt on. Because they're like, it's Halloween. I'm going to show off all my goods. And the boyfriend is literally grabbing her skirt and trying to pull it down as they walk. Yeah. Because her pussy was all over the place. Yeah, it's out. It's out. It's out. Like and it's, it's off just, its leash. It is way off its leash. <laughs> it's way off its leash. It's they out. They just go so, they, the, yeah. sh- the skirts, it's literally like, and it could be the most conservative girl ever. And she's like, it's Halloween. I'm showing off my vagina yeah. asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. It's just, it's uh, it's lower half fuck night. And uh, <laughs> I'm just bringing it out. Not just my boobs. Boobs, yes. Everyone's seen boobs. Are they going to officially change it to lower half fuck night? <laughs> They're going to change it to lower half fuck night. Why not? I well, I hope not because I got two daughters. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Because you know what they're going to do on Halloween? They're going to go, hey, Dad, we're going out. And they'll be like 16. And then they leave in like a long dress and they tear that off and it's short in a fucking second. They leave your house and they dress differently when they're outside. That's they why get I in the got, van. They get in, they get in Jerry's van. Yep. And they take it off and they just have their little skirts on. Right. And then they go to a fuck party. But that's why I've installed a gun turret at the top of my house. And yeah, they, get, they get out. No, I just watch them cross the street. They yeah. get in the van. They get, the van gets yeah. about a block and a half away and I just shoot the fucking thing. To, I just shoot it. And, but you're killing, you're killing your daughters. Yeah, but I've made a point. <laughs> yeah, I've made a very strong point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just shoot the van. I shoot the just tires. What if um, True starts dating the dude across the street when she turns the boy across 16, the street? Yeah, the dude who's uh, he'll be out of fashion school by no, then. No, no, but there's so a he'll... boy that's exactly he, there's a younger brother. No, I'm talking exactly about the older. Oh, the older, the older one. Yeah, uh, I kill them both. <laughs> I just kill them both. You're like some. Like a, you like. I don't have really good solutions to my problems. Muslim gentleman with (laughs) your honor killing. Yeah, I do a lot. I do a lot of honor killing. You do. I don't have a lot. I don't have. uh, Oh my god, a lot of solutions. But my solutions are they're permanent. I can only imagine based on how I've seen the the women dressing here on Halloween. I can only imagine how many honor killings there are in Pakistan. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it just must be ridiculous. Pakistani Halloween. Or Pakistani lower half fuck night. <laughs> they lose. Is that they sell the most. They sell the most bullets on that particular. <laughs> they lose twenty eight percent of their population every year. <laughs> yes, it's just. It's Pakistani's all... got some tough rules over there. <laughs> they got some tough. They they play by they play some hardball over they there. They do. They do. They play some, hardball. They do play hardball. Yeah. Um. I think we're good. I think we're great. We should go to Shopify. Go to Shopify. Buy. Our sweet, sweet shit. Uh, yeah. The walking Get those the pod room. cuddles. They're all good. Walking the room page. The new pod cuddle is the best, I think the best live one we've done. Um, and that should be actually up on iTunes soon. Go to All Things Comedy. Check out some of the other podcasts on there. Check out Baron Vaughn's co- podcast, Deep yeah. Shit. He's a funny comic, really smart guy. We'll have him on next week. Yep. Uh, check out, um, I mean, all of it. Bill Burr. Minivan yeah, Men. It's a good. It, it's, it's a, a. It's a good site. Let's just say this: there's a lot of other networks that take cuts of money, and these and this is a co-op. That's what all things comedy is. It's a fucking co-op for, for and the idea is to have good comics who do podcasts, uh, and can also sell their albums and other shit on there. And it's much more artist friendly than all the other shit that's out there. Well, and it's just cool. We it was a good fit for us, and we generally like some of the, uh, we like the other people that are on it, and. Uh, uh, and we're trying to support them and, you know, go to their shows, go to our shows, represent, go clown from the neck down. If you don't have a Nope t-shirt, it's time to get it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't and know it's why getting cold. There will one. be, 
there will be a there will be a nope uh, sweatshirt coming that will blow your fucking mind. Yeah. And uh, my wife, my wife wants um, a shirt. We'll go. Uh, we'll go out and get one right now. And uh, and also, if you have uh, uh, any problems uh, with your merchandise, just get a hold of Angelo, uh, and he'll uh, make sure everything's good. But everything's been so great. You guys have been good. Keep buying. Angelo, stuff. people don't know this. If you don't know who Angelo is, he used to play the big ragu on uh, on Laverne and Shirley. That is not. A, that is not. Uh, so not um, thanks for listening. And we will uh, we'll be coming at you. Glitter done. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing. I mean. We're never going to be coming at anybody.